Hello and welcome to Equine Voices Podcast. My name is Ronnie, an intuitive equine communicator. I hope you enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. Good morning, good morning. It is Saturday morning, 23rd of... or 24th. 24th, 24th of February. Goodness, we'll soon be in March. So that noise at the beginning was uh, geese flying over. I don't know if it's the Canadian geese, but it was geese anyway. I love watching the formation. You can hear the birds and the horses munching on the hay. And it was a misty morning this morning, really thick mist, fog, and it's lifted now. The sun's come through, but as it started to lift and the sun was shining, you had that haze coming off the ground. It's really pretty. I did take a picture, but it doesn't quite come out the way you see it with your naked eye. Not on your phone anyway. But anyway, I thought I'd just say hello. And, um, oh, it's so peaceful, so peaceful. Oh, it's nice just sitting outside. I love being out with the girls. I love being out the girls. And it, to, to be honest, it doesn't matter what the weather's like, as long as I've got somewhere to sit in shelter. Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, to sorting a setup like that. So that I can have somewhere that I can keep a kettle, my little gas stove, which I've got, tea, coffee, biscuits. Always got to have biscuits. And then when I've done what I need to do, I can just sit. I just sit out with the girls. Because it's important. It's really important just to have you time. And it's relaxing and grounding. And when it's a sunny day, it's like cherry on the cake. But I don't even mind if it's in the rain. And you can hear the rain on the roof. Although we've had quite a bit of rain, thank you very much. (laughs) Which I know is important. Um, But so is sunshine. And the horses are definitely getting to that point. Where they just want the sun on the back and... And the grass, the green stuff... (laughs) Yeah. Which happens at this time of year anyway. We all come through winter and we are so looking forward to to spring, which can have wet, cold weather, snow. I know one day, I think we had it all. We had snow, hailstone, sunshine, rainbows, rain, wind, and then sunshine. <laughs> we had all the seasons and more. In a few hours. Actually, that's what I quite like about the British weather. I do like the seasons. When I used to fly, when we used to come back from somewhere that was hot and brown, you know, it was burned or scorched. Uh, especially when I when I was away. So I was based in Paris for a while and Nice. And when you flew back home for visits, 
and you flew over England, and especially if that had a lot of rain, oh my goodness, the green, lush land, it just looked wow, striking. The fields were all green, the trees. And sometimes you might have been away a couple of days, a few days, and you'd fly in, the sun was shining, it's like, oh my goodness, green, pleasant land. So I do like the seasons, but yes, <laughs> I think we've all got to the point where we're a bit waterlogged in more ways than one. But we do need it. We do need it. Oh, the birds are singing, it's lovely. Yeah, my favourite time is doing the horses. I haven't got to go anywhere. Get the kettle on or get the flask out. Pull a chair out, sit in the field. And I'm just watching Francis. So it's, yeah, sorry, I just changed the subject there. It's watching the horse's dynamics. So I always put lots of different piles of hay out and I make sure Toots gets a good share of hers because they are together. They're out 24-7, they're out together. But I do intend to have a little, like I used to, they'd still be out 24-7 but they'd have access to the shelter and their own little section in the evening so I can give Toots her biggest share and she can eat it in peace because she's a bit older and if she's feeling it in her body she feels more vulnerable so she's she's she moves away which horses will do um but when she's feeling a bit more top form she tells Francis so I I I can tell how she's feeling if I'm not paying attention by that, if I'm not really sort of homing in on her. And I don't mind if they share, but sometimes Frances will stand over the hay. She doesn't really want it. Uh, so it's like, no, this is, I'm having this, you move on. Which is what horses do, that's what they do. But it was quite interesting watching my behaviour the other day. I had had a... Um, a really good day. Now, I think I touched on this in my last podcast. When you get used to being in that space that's calm, centred and balanced, it's not about being in air bubble and not engaging with the world. You can do this anywhere, but obviously it's easier to practice when it's quiet. When you're in that place, whatever's going around you on around you doesn't affect you quite the same you're almost observing it but you're observing your you your reactions to things and how your energy changes and I'd been in this lovely place and then Francis triggered me by really pushing Toots off and Toots couldn't move quick enough and I just whoa I went into this uh, ball of energy and I, I literally did what a horse would do I I just flew it at Francis so I was doing what a horse would do Toots couldn't do that so I flew at her and really pushed her away in no uncertain terms uh, but then I could feel this I really wanted to to tell her and I was aware of what was coming and it wasn't a nice feeling. Now, the first initial part was because that's what a horse would do. A horse would either turn, lift its leg and say, move on, girl, or would face forward his back, which is what they normally do, a little 
you know, warning. But I, I literally, because I thought, no, you're not doing that. So I was getting, it, it then became protection for Toots. She wasn't going to hurt her, but I didn't like the fact that Toots needs that feed, that hay. She doesn't at that time because there was other piles. So I was confronting her authority at that moment. Now, whether that was a right body language, I don't know, because I, although I communicate with animals, I'm not a professional uh, understanding all aspects of body language. But it, you do get to know bits from your own horses and, you, and the communication comes through. But as I've mentioned, when it's your own horses, it's slightly different. But if you stay in that place you recognize what's coming through but then you go into your emotions start to take over and that's when I was getting I don't like this I don't like I don't like this feel I've gone from understanding how a horse would communicate and in a body language way to no this is a human aspect coming out now it's not the horse it's a human aspect and this is actually coming through now this is flowing through now so this is channeling uh, my own energy now my own awareness so you can start off with understanding the horse body language and interacting that way but this can be a flip and it's very quick that you go into human body language and that is different sometimes because it's your emotions and that is the bit. So this realisation now is just coming through stronger for me to understand why that happened. Thank you, universe. So sometimes things happen and we don't always like it, but it shows us something. But it's always about us. It's about us. It's reflecting back to us. And as I'm talking to you, the the, the more clarity is coming through you can communicate as an animal with your body, but be aware that it can quickly change into a human expressing their self, which is different. It has a different feel with it, and you can't switch it off as quickly. And also, as the emotions come through you, you have to let them go through you and transmute not to bury it, not to stop it, because a horse cannot stop their energy. It goes through them, it passes through them. They have to express that for the nervous system to kick in, to, to balance back out, to click back in. Um, and it's the same with a human, but you have to take yourself out of that scenario. <laughs> My horse is just sad to have a poo, so if you can hear that. But hey, that's nature. Um, <laughs> but they're sharing the hay together, which is nice. So this time, Frances came up and she says, I am going to eat this hay. And Toot stood her ground, but there was no ears. There was this very subtle, but I'm staying here. And Frances was like, okay. There was a mutual agreement there. And there is a mutual agreement. Their eyes are soft. They're eating very close nuzzles with their muzzles together. 
So, yeah, I thought I'd share that. I didn't know I was going to share that other bit with you, but uh, obviously that's part of learning and understanding. Um, and triggers are interesting things. When you're aware of them and you allow them, but, uh, but observe yourself. The external is just reflection and showing you something about yourself doesn't mean to say that's not happening but it's always reflecting back to you things happen things present themselves so that something else can happen uh which something yeah something something happened yesterday which um uh, is not mine to share so actually yeah but things happen to present themselves so that you can make a decision and something else happens. It wasn't to do with the horses. But... And it was a sunny day. And uh, it was a beautiful, lovely little lady that passed. Yeah, beautiful little, lovely lady. And I'm honoured to have um, been around her this last few weeks and uh, she's welcomed me into her heart yeah and I can feel it now she's yeah <laughs> she she's basking in her in her own wellness and glory her own wellness and glory absolutely absolutely yeah And that's that's a that's a whole new story, a whole other story about animals when they pass, which I I think I share. Yeah, I did share, or I touched on the subject uh, on a Q and A that I did, and animals and afterlife. It's not how we perceive it. It it is not at all how we perceive it. But even though I know that and I feel that and I have been there on numerous occasions, it doesn't mean to say that you still don't mourn them. Even when you're there and you're in that zone, it's like you go into your day-to-day -day mode and then woof, the emotion comes up. Because you do miss a physical, you will miss a physical, because that's the first contact that you have with that energy. The visual, what they do, the wacky tales, the excitement. <laughs> but I can assure you, hand on heart, and it's not just my belief, I, I know that to my core, that it is not how we perceive it as a human experience, it? it is nowhere near there but we do experience it. Nevertheless, we do experience it, nevertheless. And it's an honour and a, a privilege to be part of that whenever it happens. But when it's your animal, as it will be with mine, it will be very different in those times but hopefully it helps you to move on um, and through that with any morning, with a human, 
It comes in stages. Because you do miss the physical, the smell, the touch, the smile, the breath, the whinny, the sound, all of that is part of being human. Yeah. So, wherever you are in the world, have a beautiful day, have a beautiful weekend. And be kind to yourself. Please be kind to yourselves. Do not beat yourself up when you feel a trigger and you behave in a way that is not who you truly are, but you're expressing something. Try and take yourself away from the situation if you can. Because it comes up and it grabs hold of you. Like I said, it can start interacting as an animal would. So that's just a scenario, whatever. It could be a person to person. But understand it's a trigger and it's coming through. There's healing in this. There's emotions that need to flow through and transmute. And by that, it means change. It just means change. The energy changes into not that frequency anymore. So it's not long, no longer that frequency because energy is always there and you're dipping in and out of it. The same as when you're around people, if they're, if they're all very negative, you start to, to feel that. So, and it's always around there. It's whether you choose to be in that frequency or not, but it can be transmuted. And that's what healing is. It's allowing your own energy and others maybe that passing through you to transmute and to be a different frequency, a lighter frequency. And that's what it is. When you feel lighter and you feel like the weight's been lifted, and you feel, you just feel lighter. That energy has been transmuted into a lighter frequency. So that part of that energy is no longer the dense energy that you felt earlier. So be kind, be gentle, be forgiving to yourself and those around you because they're doing their very best with what they have and what they understand and they're on their journey and you are on yours. Make no apologies for that. No apologies. Fully embrace it but also allow others to embrace theirs too. Lots of love. Send you hugs and peace and quiet from my little piece of the world to yours. Take care and bye for now. You've been listening to Ronnie King at Equine Voices. Thank you for listening and speak to you soon.